What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, traders. How we doing out there? Let's go ahead. Let's bring in Joel here. How we doing? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, in the green once again. Six and a half handles. Forty six ninety one. Pre market low. Too bad we couldn't get to forty seven seventy. That's a double bottom. Seventy five and a half. On the upside, ninety four seventy five. That is your pre market high. What we're concerned about is uh, the high, the pair of highs. This is called forty seven ninety eight. That's the all time high. That's our bogey today to get into the forty eight hundred handle. Uh, crude. That's down thirty two cents at seventy six twenty two. Just kind of meandering. Uh, gold holding above uh, eighteen hundred, down a buck sixty at eighteen oh four thirty. Silver in the green, a couple pennies. Bitcoin up one seventy five at forty seven six thirty five. And Ethereum that's down ten nothing flat thirty seven forty five. Uh, now, let's see. You always do uh, Triple D. I know you're coming on in here in a second, but I wanted Bring to do up. like Mitch always does such good introductions for us. Yeah. I I, I think I got a little introduction for him. All right. All right. I'll bring for him me? back. Let's, let's <clears throat> bring him back. Go for it. Uh, let me see here. No, bring him on for this. I want him on for this. I'm on, I'm off, I'm on, I'm off. I, I, hope, I hope we don't get in trouble for this. You're the star of the show, Dennis. Uh, okay, so I'm going to do a screen share in my, in my own world, in my own house. Do I hold on, hold <laughs> on. Worry, I'm trying to do it. I should have, I should have prepared better for this. Okay, I'm going to do my screen share, and then you tell me if you see what I'm sharing here. Done, done. Uh, I was trying to figure out how to screen done. share. Yeah, I know, I know how to screen share. Done, done, but you know what I'm going to do? Hold done. on one second. You know I mean, what I've been playing, not, Dennis? Just what? like off topic. What? I got the brand new um, kind of Mario, like for like the not the um, the Switch. So like it's like the Nintendo version, but like oh. onto the Switch. Which like game are you playing? Improve. It's like literally Super Mario World. Like think Super Nintendo Super Mario World. That's a good one. I remember that one. It. So Mitch, do you have a do you have a theme song for your show at all? Always. I, I, oh, I have. You do. I have a. Well, the theme song for live trading, at least, yeah. is a fun one. It's from the movie 21, okay. uh, the Vegas one. And it That's has like, winner, movie. winner, chicken dinner. Great movie. Okay. Okay. What do you think of this one? Okay. I've got, I got the screen share. Okay. Okay. Let's okay. see what you got here. Can you here. see it there? Um, you might need to share it with sound so that we could hear it uh, if you need to hear it. So yes. So I'm going to stop share. I'm going to go share. How do I do share with left, sound? You'll see share system sound. Joel. We're what? getting impatient, Joel. Bottom left. Bottom left I is see, a share system audio. It says, I see share screen video file slides new. Um, so entire screen is a tab. Bottom left should have share system audio. <laughs> this is a, we Wait, better man. start over. Oh, we have oh, no. five minutes of Joel trying Mitch, to figure out how to share it. Right, send me the, the link. Worst send intro me the link. Ever. He's supposed to give me a good intro. This is the worst one I've ever had. So I'm trying, guys. I'm you won't trying. be able to hear my my um 
Send me oh, this the is what I got on the bottom. Mute, stop cam, camera, mic, share. So I do share, and it says share screen. Oh, yeah. I got it. Share you system audio. Okay. All right, here share we go. Share system audio. All right, I'm listening. All right. Let's Can you it see it here. now? It's gonna. Right, it should pop anything. up in a second. So you, you had to hit the screen and hit share. Oh, yeah, I got to hit share. There we I go. I gotta be able to see it. It's all, it better be good. It's been five minutes waiting for this. <laughs> We're working hard for it. It's, I'm, I'm doing. All right, come on. Boom. All right, here we go. We're gonna see it officially now. Everyone, tell me when you see it. On it. All right, it's up, Joel. Money, money, money. Must be funny in the rich man's world. Money, money. You didn't like that? Money, Holy, money. That was the five minutes waiting for yeah, something in the 1950s. Abba, <laughs> we don't on. even have money anymore. We have bitcoins now. You know what? That's not even the one. Coins. It got rid of the, the one I wanted. Canada. It doesn't even what, exist anymore. What's the song that starts out? Money, 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 money. That's, That's what I Trump wanted. Song. That was a good one. <laughs> that, that was the Ted DiBiase from WWF too. That was a good one too. He had money, oh, money, money. I got to prepare better. All right, we just wasted five minutes of our life. I'm going to bring you back here, and I'm taking over right now. And what we're taking over, starting right with the Biogen headline. They were supposed (laughs) to be getting taken over here overnight. That is apparently not happening. Samsung has denied it. $258.31 where it closed down 16 points here, right? Now, Mitch, any other color on this headline from Biogen Samsung? Um, but I just said it all. Just literally just denial, denial, denial. Um, I know this was said to come true. That's why Nobody Joel was and, buying Biogen. Yeah, Joel and I reacted like this. this we we were sense. all over this. Man. I'm long like, it. I wish sense, somebody you know? would buy it. Nobody's buying it. It's not getting <laughs> bought. I'm saying it right now, live on pre-market prep. It's not getting bought. Des, can I ask you a question? Yeah. That day that it shot the 450. I should have sold it all. I know. What? I mean, the tax, Joel. I the tax, the man. What are you thinking now? <laughs> would you have rather paid the tax? Or I'm see not this? even sure if I'm better off because the tax man would have taken <laughs> half of it. So I'm not even sure I'm better off at 258. I'm kind of the same. I no, what about share. at 450? <laughs> Except I'd be out in cash and I could redeploy. What about 450? Yeah, I would take 450 right now. If they offered right. me, if Samsung wants to take the stock out of 450, I will I will tender my shares. Okay, January 12th, I had uh, the biotech analyst on from Wedbush yesterday. January 12th, like the Center for National uh, Reimbursements or whatever is coming out with an official ruling on Medicaid and Medicare. I believe, you know, because it's so expensive. So that's coming out January 12th. So there's a potential catalyst for the stock. But we were talking about this yesterday. I'm like, Samsung? I'm like, what? And then, yeah, come right. That was a gaff. They got some down. money. There, yeah. There's people put, trying to dot I's and cross T's and put stuff together and not happening. Yeah, Samsung it, denies. They're not buying Biogen. Maybe someday Biogen will get bought, but it, it's not expensive. I will say that. You know you know me, value investor. It's one of the biggest holdings in my long-term portfolio. I've had it for 15 years, maybe, something like that. So, wow. anyways, I'm sticking with it. I'll probably have it when I die. So, Biogen, sticking with it. I'm long-term Warren Buffett on that thing. Unless it gets taken over. Then I guess okay, they take the let's go. Over. What else do we got? All right, this? Um, let's go ahead. Well, what's this JetBlue thing? Skip over the Walmart thing. I don't care about Walmart. <laughs> he said, let's I don't like JetBlue. Walmart. Why do we even do the pre-show? I don't want to talk about Joel's this. Thing. So, we're moving. We're saving time. <laughs> they canceled more right. flights. Yeah. So, with JetBlue announcing that they were cut about 1000 280 flights from December 30th through January 13th uh, due to potential COVID callouts. That's what they're calling callouts with people <sighs> like people calling out sick, essentially. I don't know. I think there's going to be a reopening trade. I don't want to be early, just like I don't want to be early on all these you know, other names. These growth stocks keep getting hammered every day from tax loss selling. I think you're going to get a reopening trade in late January. I think we might be too early to the party to be striking here now. Uh, you're going to group the, all the airlines together all in the same boat. I mean, yeah. pandemic, the things still run well. They canceled the World Juniors yesterday, so that's why I'm in a grouchy mood. So Ooh. I know you guys don't know probably even what that is, Joel. World Junior Hockey Tournament. The World Junior Championships. It's like the junior, like you're like 17, 18, 19 years old, and you know, you're a stud. This is like your tournament. This is where you, this is your. You know, main stage, the Super Bowl for these guys. 
They canceled the tournament because a couple people come down with COVID. I'm so disgusted. Ah, um, that sucks. It, yeah, it does. It sucks. They were three days into the tournament, and then they just pulled the plug on it. They're like, well, we can't contain the virus. No shit. You can't contain the virus in Dennis. anything right now. Seriously, we cannot Opportunity cost, though, right? That's a big opportunity cost for those players, right, Dennis? I mean... It's huge for those kids. I mean, these yeah. kids have been working. You know, think about it. This is their big stage. A lot of these guys only get one, one, one tournament like this. Maybe they get two. But for the most part, this is like, you know, 15, 16 years, all the hours. This is my stage. And now, you know, you get, you know, a player gets it. They're not even sick. They're asymptomatic. And, you know, they cancel the whole thing. So that's but, where we're at. They're going to err on the side of saving lives, even though it doesn't appear that this is killing anybody. I've given my piece on it. I mean, I don't think we should be locking down, which, you know, Ontario looks like they're going to. I don't think my kids are going back to school. I do think we're going to get to mid-January. We're going to realize that, hey, this is not killing anybody, and they're going to start reopening. Canada's going to realize that, okay? Because the U.S. already realizes it? Yeah. You guys always well. I'll tell you guys that blue canceling flights. I'll tell you guys right now. There's a little bit of a battle going on that I I can talk about. Like let's say sports wise. Like right. Like right now, Joel's uh, Michigan blue and Georgia right now are kind of quarantining themselves just in case this could happen. Right. I think this is something that I think all the leagues kind of got to learn by Dennis. We need to start kind of quarantining these players if we really want them to be on. So we need, or we, need we to... just have to say that if they're asymptomatic, I, I mean, I just don't think you can control the spread of this one. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, like we're, 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 we're fooling ourselves saying, oh, okay, we're going to go back and lock down. We're going to, we'll knock it back a bit, but then it'll just pick itself up again. So That's if this was killing everybody, I would say lock her down. You know, we can't take the chances with lives here, but I don't, see, I see it as a, a light version of the flu so far. Um, you know, I've, I've got, like I've said, I've got some close people that have it. You know, my, 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 my best friend's kid's got it. He's running around the house. He literally never even had a runny nose. So I'm like, so, you know, I've got firsthand experience seeing it. Maybe I'm just seeing the good ones. And I'm sure yeah. there's going to be some bad cases. I get that. But at the same time, I look at my seven-year-old kid, and I'm going to tell him next week he probably can't go back to school. You know, and he, he won't be that. too bummed about that. He no, he <laughs> loves school. He will right, be I, because he did virtual school all last year. Oh, he's ready. Yeah, they're not liking terrible. virtual school. You know what he said? We do our gratefuls at dinner. We do our gratefuls like we say, "What are you grateful for?" The like kid it. two weeks ago said at the table, he says, "I'm so grateful that I don't have to do virtual school anymore." That's oh. what he said. And now I'm going to break it to him that because you know we've got the flu running wild here right now, and that's what it looks like it is. We're going to not be able to send them back to school. That's what Ontario's going well, to. No uh, way they're sending the kids back. Hockey okay. trivia. Hockey not... trivia. Dennis, let's see if you can get this. There you go. Not in the NF- NHL draft last year, the top, in the top five picks, yeah. What? where did three of the top five picks come from? Well, Owen Power went number one to Buffalo Sabres, and he's obviously Canadian. Where did he go to school? I don't know where on power went to school, but he's Canadian. So you don't know where three of the top five. I will five... tell you the American you, hockey you, is awesome. The, you, the, US, the U.S. hockey. Mr. Hockey. US, Mr. Hockey doesn't I don't know. know. I know when Powell's Canadian because we were playing the Canadian World Juniors. I don't know where he went to and school. And you don't though. know where um, Maddie ben, Benier or <laughs> Ben Years or uh, Ken no, I don't know Hansen. where they, did, did they go you to Michigan? Don't know? Yeah. They go to Michigan? There you yes. go. Go blue. I tell you, uh, the U.S. I hockey program hockey is awesome. awesome. It's right there. It's top notch. Canada, U.S. dominate this tournament. It seems like every year, Canada, U.S. put out the players. North America rocks in hockey. All right, so I'm going to transition us to our last uh, topic here. It's supposed to be a little bit more of a bigger conversation, but I think it's going to be perfect because we're going to have Joel Kalina on, head of technology from Wedbush. So let's talk a little bit what I found out from Watson. What? Why would I talk a little bit about Watson here? I'm wondering the same thing, Mitch. Yeah. So pretty <laughs> much me, here. please. I got you. So I, I found an article that I found interesting on Benzinga, which is really all about an ETF called AIEQ. Okay. It's AI-powered equity ETF. So this is an ETF that essentially is created from the supercomputer from IBM, which is Watson. So here you guys are having it literally – determines how much of a stock it wants to buy 
how much it wants to allocate. We don't know why it makes its decision. It makes its decisions for itself, right? It's an AI. It's fully AI. And it didn't beat the SPY this year. It had a total return of 17.8, significantly lower than the S&P year-to-date total return of 29.2%. We're going to be watching to see what happens but it did give some stocks for kind of next year and the top five holdings here. Um, so I'm going to read off some names. You guys probably know these names right off the back. AMD, uh, Advanced Micro Devices, Palo Alto, uh, P-A-N-W. Um, you got Dexcom. So that's D-X-C-M. So these are the stocks that Watson is actually picking? Yes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but that's why it, I brought it up But it's still not beating the S&P. Well, that's something to keep in mind, right? And so how a lot of what we're hearing now, right, is these robo-advisors, right? These kind of AI advisors that are stepping up to the plate. So this is something to keep in mind. If it it can't be the SPY, I mean, something definitely to keep in mind. But they are adding Fortinet, FTNT, um, and uh, new 10X, which is NTNX. But Fortinet, I mean, look at that chart. That thing's been a monster there's been it's this it's the tale of two markets right now and we're just going to take this into the tangent because it's so mm-hmm. important to discuss the rotation in this market has been nothing short of incredible we're in the tale of two markets we've got certain stocks that are blasting off making new all-time highs every day and you have other stocks that are making new lows every day and it has turned into this value type of market i don't know what the p is on fortinet is but i can tell you you know you can see the value investors even in ibm itself I mean, the last month, Joel, look at the chart of IBM. Why is that going up? Because people are looking for PEs oh. at 10, 12, 14. It's the kind of market that we're in now. They want cash now. Look at Give that. me the cash now. What you know? And and this makes sense. I mean, again, it's we've moved from growth to value. Value investors, you can just look quickly at the Berkshire Hathaway chart for your best indicator of value. It's almost at all-time highs. You can look at the opposite chart, which is ARKK. It's almost at the 52-week low. Um, it's complete separation between value and growth. Um, yeah, like a stock like IBM is a total value old school tech stock. Cisco making new highs, yeah, value tech. Oh, Micron, even though it's cyclical, made new all-time highs. There's a story there. It's down on the chips but you know, this morning, but it's been going up, making new all-time highs. It's the same stocks. Lower P stuff is winning right now. Um, I don't know if it turns. Again, like I've said, I think the first week of January, you may see a turn in this. I don't know if it lasts, though. So we're, it's going to be interesting. We're going to see some more action. This is the slowest week of the year. Already told another trader, Brad, next week, next year I'm taking this week off. It's been very, actually very slow. But I think we're going to see some fireworks come the turn of the clock here. Yeah. 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 I think if, if you're saying, hold on, hold on. Week. If you're saying you're going to take the week off, I'm I'm double down in that week. I thought I won't take the week off. <laughs> yeah, because every time you miss, Dennis, I mean, oh, I know. When I take a week off, that's when everything happens. It's it's that's like, when it's, everything it's happens. Me. It's definitely me. when I'm not at the markets to provide liquidity. You guys lose it, and it all goes everywhere. You need my liquidity out there. I actually the one. I support the markets more than the Fed does. Thanks, so. thanks, Dennis, for keeping the markets balanced for us. We appreciate but, it. But val- the value trade continues to be hot. I don't know if it reverses itself here today. Again, if you're Canadian, sorry to tell you, I had to sell your stocks yesterday for your tax loss sells. Sell, uh, but right. the tax loss selling is not over here yet because mm-hmm. obviously you can still have you know non-Canadians that can, uh, and I don't know other countries, but American works on trade date. So there's still going to be some tax loss selling here for the next couple of days. So does that go away? Maybe. The play would have been, obviously, you know, I've been... I was talking about the tax loss selling being there, and I didn't want to be in front of that. Obviously, should have shorted all these growth names, and that would have been the perfect trade. And then maybe you buy them in, in next week. But I tell you, the tax loss selling in in all of these names, the meme stocks, the Reddit stocks, the Kathy stocks, the growth stocks, is nothing short of incredible. These stocks have made new lows almost every single day. They're all massively oversold, and it's that whole list that we've been talking about. I mean, Fubo. Fifteen dollars, new low. Fifteen, Fobo's at fifteen. Start bringing some of these up, Joel. You won't even Holy believe where some mackerel. of these stocks are. Fubo. That looks good to me, though. I've been <laughs> waiting for it to get down. Be okay next week, week Mitch. You got to remember, I called it long at eleven, so I'm looking for it to come back to my number. 
Teladoc, TDOC, Kathy Favorite, Rain on the Lows, $90. I think that's a candidate to have oh. a decent January. But again, this isn't January. It's still December. We've is talked about GNI. You see Stitch Fix, Joel? Stitch Fix is 18 bucks. SE, you see C, Limited, the stock that they loved all year. Buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Look at what it's done the last month. Mm. 350 down to 200 bucks. See these stocks, like I, I, nosebleed PE. They don't like it. Not I know you're looking at these things, and I, I and I understand your play. You're not adding these to the long term portfolio and stuff. But I, I I look at these stocks, and I and I look at the move from 50 to 200 in this one, right? I mean, all that air underneath underneath 200. I mean, and, and the problem is. Is you look at valuation on all these things, they're still, still high. like, yeah, they're still high. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> if, if we go into the back into this environment where growth matters, you know, and, and obviously people are going to want the story and it might Jim. change. You know, we might get into FOMO, we might, and these things might turn around for that reason. But a lot of them are not going to turn around. Like take Tilray, for example. We got Gordon Johnson <laughs> coming out today. Gordo, our buddy Gordo. Seven dollars and five cents. He just put. He said this is one of his best short ideas. Short, not long. It's the stock's down from three hundred to seven. But Gordo's saying this is one of his Gordo best on short one. ideas for twenty twenty two. He sees ninety one percent downside from seven dollars. Talk about kicking them while they're down. I mean, Man, this guy Gordo. Seven. The where shareholders has been his... punished here enough, Gordo. They've been punished on this stock. You were from. right on this one. Seven dollars. He's basically saying it's going under a buck. Oh. Macro, nah, I, I'll tell you right now, stock. Gordo's lost on this. Gordo's lost on he this, just right. like he's lost on Tesla. Canopy growth, canopy growth is, is uh, single digits? You got to remember, That guys. was best of breed, according to Kramer. We could get, he loved that at 50. We could get federal uh, deregulation going into next year. Wouldn't that help these stocks? Wow. Where would Constellation to help these stocks? You can get federal deregulation and these things again. I've said, I said this argument. And I've got this absolutely right. I get a lot of things wrong, but I've been right on this pot trade. It's a green. The greenhouses full of pot plants. The greenhouse full of tomato plants is worth a hundred million. The greenhouse full of pot plants is worth five billion. Doesn't make any sense. So there's eventually it's the same greenhouses growing a different crop. That is why we have come back all full circle here now. And all of these things, the nosebleed valuations matter. So yeah, they're selling a more expensive crop. Yeah, you should maybe get a little bit of premium. But it's not the kind of premium that investors were demanding when they were paying seven, eight billion dollars for these companies. So I do not think these companies are coming back, even though they might have a good January. Maybe they pop back just from the January effect. But I would be a seller of those rallies and a lot of these names. Um, you know, well, so this is this is valuation show, matters, right? folks. In the long run, it does, and <laughs> people are learning it. that the hard way. Story is good when that when it's hot. When the story cools off, then you okay. start to look at valuation. What's CGC market cap? Canopy growth market cap. Long tangent here, but I'm running here. What did you say? It's $3.85 billion. But this it's is worth what I'm $4 saying. $4 billion. Dennis, they grow pot. The story is out of favor, but what happens if the story comes back into favor with federal regulation? It, it, and that might you know be regulation. But, but, but is the story out of favor, Mitch, or is it completely broken? There's a big difference. That's because the when the story cools off, the story can get hot again. There are so many bag holders in all of these stocks that were dreaming that these things were going to be worth $100 billion. It wasn't going to happen. I don't think CGC, I will say on the show, and it can never say never, but I think there's a very high probability it doesn't see 50 again. I think there's a very high probability, ever. I don't think it's a high probability it doesn't see 40 again. I think it's a high probability it doesn't see 30 again. I think there's a high probability it could have a decent January just on the January effect, but that isn't bringing it back to 20. If you're sitting there at $8.75 and Dennis is saying, oh, CGC might come back, I now, think CGC could bounce from 8 to 10. And that just, would be a good trade. Just to call it out, because we like to be transparent here. Sure. Dennis, I feel you said this before it popped in 2021 when it went back to 50s. And so to me, I would say that the monthly charts on CGC held pretty well. And if you look at the monthly chart, it did a hundred percent retracement and then it did a breakout right back to do the Do you know highs. why these stocks we, we we can end this discussion right now? And do you know why these stocks are pigs and they're never going up? Two why? words. Why? Black market. There's still well, some, they have had trouble controlling yeah. that for sure. And, and you know the guys in the warehouse it's still there. 
Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> guys in the, in the warehouse, warehouse say, hey, the... swing by, man. I'll get, you a, <laughs> I'll get you a garbage bag full for, you know, 150 bucks. And that's it. So, <laughs> I don't you know, think that's happening. You don't, don't think, think so? Control in that. I don't uh, know. All right, 200 bucks. I Either way, know. it's and, all about this is what matters, though. And, and the 2020 investor has no clue. You know, because they just start in the market, so they don't understand that. But in the short run, valuation doesn't matter at all. Story is hot, valuation matters zero. But when the story cools off or goes ice cold like it has, that's the only thing that matters. And you've got, you know, this gap where the growth investors are saying, well, it's not growing. I don't want it. And you have, you know, the momentum traders saying, well, that looks like hell. I don't want it. And the value investors are saying, I'm paying $3.8 billion for a greenhouse full of pot plants. No, thank you. So nobody wants it. And that's what keeps happening. It keeps going down like that. So I think we're at a point, you know, where it's oversold. It can have a technical bounce, some of these pot stocks. But I think Gordo will end up being right. It would not surprise me if I look at some of these stocks two years from now and they're significantly lower again. Or even a year from now and they're still significantly lower. The path of least resistance is probably still down, even though I think I wouldn't be short at going into January just because we do see those bounce plays. Could we'll someone help happens. out Roland Holland here? Because that, that song that I originally wanted for Mitch. I got it already. Joel. The money, money, Come money. On. Come on. You got that one? Mitch, dude. Who, 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 Mitch. Come on. Who, is, uh, who, who sings that? I is got it? you. I'll put it on right now. You want it on? Yeah. Joel likes He's so money, good money, with this money. stuff. Come on, man. All right. Um, back you got to share sound, Mitch. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Trust me on that one. I don't want to go through this again. <laughs> this is Mitch. This is not me. Okay. Okay. It is. All right. I do trust Mitch with the we'll, technical We'll transition stuff. a little bit into Mitch Walmart as I play stuff. this here. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll play this up here for us. But wow, let's talk we a little bit about what today. happened in Walmart. I'll get into that right now here. Let me just go ahead and share my screen here so you guys can have some fun. And this was the show. Ooh. A little bit. We got Trump. Trump stock. Trump stock. But I want to know who sings the song. It sounds bad. All right, all right. No more trying to play songs here today. We're not having a good time with it, so we're gonna pass on. Roland's that. happy. We made Roland happy. We who tried. sings that though? I just want to know who sings that, and then I'll shut up. No. Mitch, you're on mute. I have no mute idea. check. So holy, uh, I we are all, we are falling apart here. We're losing viewers. Let's go. Next stock. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to get into Walmart here. But one of the things that I want to talk about is if we take a look here, uh, Walmart today got 25 percent. So the data came out all over the holidays about Walmart's collect and click and collect order. So that means curbside orders or pickup orders were 25.4. So one in every $4 went to Walmart if you were picking up an order during the holiday times. Uh, Walmart definitely uh, showing some strength there um, with this kind of com competing with Amazon, really. That was their idea, right? It was how can we compete with Amazon? How can we be more e-commerce friendly? And it's showing up. Stocks in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I, there's no, I there's no trade here. I yeah. mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of the range. Some uh, wicked pass. moves, too. Look at that. One, two, three, four, five down days in a row, and then a little, you know, chop and slop, and then one, two, three, four, five up days in a row. Um, I would say if you like this news, you think it's good news, you got to pop, I'd say there's probably some size in 144 for today. doesn't really seem to be moving off it. I'm going back to big red bar, 143.95. That was your high on December 17th. Now, one thing to point out, uh, last year, Home Depot was actually one of the ones that did well in this, and it didn't do as well this year. So I'll be paying attention to see what happens with Home Depot. Target is starting to increase in this, but not nowhere near Walmart's numbers. Uh, but they are increasing. So just to kind of take a look maybe at Target today also. Um, we'll see how these kind of perform. All right. So looks like we're getting towards 830. We will have Joel Kaluna on in about five minutes. Um, I didn't give the MU news, so might as well just cover sure. that right now. Let's yeah. go ahead. Memory, uh, memory chip maker stock lost about 1.5% in pre-market after it warned that COVID-19 curves. It's China Zion Tech 
hub. Uh, so pretty much the, there's impact. They're talking about this. And also Samsung also warned about this, that the world's biggest memory chip maker, Samsung, said that there's similar issues that what's going on in China right now with kind of COVID is actually causing concerns about further concerns about the supply chips. And so to me, I think you got to really be concerned about is the supply coming back or not? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Boy, oh boy. Uh, you're down a buck 43, nowhere near yesterday's low, 93.91. So if it gets down there and it holds, then I think they shrugged this off. Uh, 95 was a, was two pesky highs and it busted through that yesterday. So even though it traded through it yesterday, let's see if we can get above 95, down a buck 43. Big run in this, though. So, you know, if you caught that breakout yesterday. I, I think know. you're ringing the register. Are you getting yeah. up to the psychological $100 level? It's cyclical. Um, value tech has just been running. So we talked about this earlier, this stock specifically. I mean, we're in this environment where money is hiding in value. I think some of that trade can reverse itself in early January. So I think short term, I think you're going to see potentially the opposite effect here where you have tax loss selling the beaten down names while you also have the opposite effect here where nobody wants to book the games on these things until two days from now so i think you could get a january effect on some of these leaders becoming laggards and laggards becoming leaders so we'll see what happens i've obviously been predicting this we haven't got to january yet so we're going to see what's going to happen here but a lot of times trends reverse come the first week of january so i'd be careful chasing mike around here yeah, another one that looks similar to Micron right now is the AMAT. So A-M-A-T here. Applied must, ooh, look at that. Similar thing. Wow. I mean, Lamb Research and AMAT are basically brothers. Those two stocks just trade together very closely. Both these stocks near all-time wow. highs. Both these Triple stocks would be considered value tech as well. Same story. Money's hiding in value right now. I think that could reverse itself early January, but we're going to find out. I think someone has more to go at 163. Look at that, 281, 299, 6302. So you got to get through that or downside for AMAT. Good level, though. Wow, what a three days in a row for $162, $163 stock. Love that. Six-star level right there, 163. All right, looks like Joel's getting ready here in the back. Yeah. We've talked tech enough. Now let's go ahead and bring on an expert here. Let's go ahead and do it. Give me a thumbs up if you're ready. All right, we're good. Let's do this. Let's go ahead. How we doing, Joel Kalina? This is, guys, if you guys don't know who this is, this is definitely a regular here on Benzinga. Um, I'm going to go ahead up and put up his. There you go. Oh, I know why. Too many banners, man. Can you see me? Yeah, we got you. Welcome. How we doing? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I love the uh, love the hockey the hockey talk to kick off the show. I'm so upset. I'm so upset that the World Juniors gets canceled three days into the tournament. Was was there any way for this year to end? I I I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Right. That's the way this year is gone. So why not? Bird's gonna get murdered tomorrow or something. Something's gonna happen tomorrow. So no. disappointed, but I mean, it's not a hockey show; it's a stock show. So I'm, I'm, I'm wound up. I'm a little upset because of the hockey. But let's talk some stocks. I mean, yeah. we have seen some tax loss selling, hammering all the beaten down names. We've yep. seen money hiding in value. We've seen money hiding in consumer staples. We've seen money hiding in utilities. Does that trend continue into 2022, or do we see some type of reversal? 
My gut is the trend's going to continue. I mean, unless we get a different messaging from Powell, which I don't think we're going to see. You know, we we did see Powell make that pivot back in, let's say, I guess, January 2019 after the really rough Q1, uh, Q4 of the prior year. And I think the message from the White House in terms of inflation, let's manage inflation for Main Street, not Wall Street. And they're clearly on a path of, uh, of tightening, as well as the majority of other central banks. And I think that's still the number one headwind for tech heading into 22, as well as just kind of fading of massive stimulus that's been you know thrown at this market since the pandemic uh, kind of kicked off almost two years ago. So one thing that I noticed is that release of news by MU today, uh, yep. concerns about this kind of supply chains, also Samsung mentioning that. How are you seeing out there in technology right now with kind of the chip shortage situation? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely getting mixed messages. I mean, on, on, on the positive side, I'm in the camp where remember when Apple warned back in early October about mm-hmm. cutting production? To me, that was like peak supply chain negativity. Things are improving. I know Ford, uh, General Motors, a lot of the other auto OEMs have all kind of said that this, that issues are improving, albeit slowly, but they are heading in the right direction. But then you have Infineon, who's the world's number one kind of auto automotive chip supplier. They kind of set routes this morning saying, they expect the bottleneck to kind of persist through 2022 as well. So that, I think the simple answer is no one really has a clue, but I think things are heading in the right direction. Uh, in terms of memory, I mean, there is no better, there is no group of stocks that loves a natural disaster more than the memory, memory space. The most cyclical within the semi space, you know, they love a plant fire. You know, I remember flooding in Thailand years ago kind of gave the group a huge uplift. Now we have more COVID disruptions um, and, and memory pricing is heading in the right direction. You know, you, you mentioned Micron. Yeah, I think definitely a spot to, to take some profits. But keep an eye on this. This it's, it's a double top. It almost failed exactly at its highs from we saw back in April. Um, but from an, a memory point of view, sentiment there is still somewhat mixed. Positioning's not crazy on the long side. Um, so I prefer a name like kind of Western Digital or maybe, you know, Simo Silicon Motion. Um, but I feel like memory could could work, especially they do offer a little bit more value. Pricing's heading in the right direction, signs of bottoming. And, and that's actually a group I, I, I kind of like, and it feels dirty saying it. What was that statement you made something about the, the long positioning is not crazy? To, yeah. Or, yeah. What Could you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so, I mean, so, so memory, you can look at these stocks. I mean, Micron, the bulk of its move has come in the past, really since October, right? It's been almost most of all Q4. So hedge funds, they were, they were crowded shorts heading into Q4. Um, whether it's you know Seagate, Western Digital, Micron, lump them all together. Um, and, and so they don't really feel as crowded as, say, the likes of AMD, NVIDIA, which are still kind of the momentum, uh, you know, tech darlings within the chip space. Um, positioning is just a lot more neutral, uh, meaning, you know, the moves to the downside, in my opinion, are going to be a little bit more limited. And if you do have this, a name like Micron break out above 100, there's going to be some guys that have to chase performance. And, and to me, that's kind of, a candidate for just a, a, a you know a performance chase type of trade. What about metaverse? Uh, the metaverse plays is that is yeah. I'm uh, you know I'm in the camp. It's it's a lot of hype. I mean, I'm sure you know. You, I mean, you guys talked about it a lot. I think Facebook's event was was back on October 28th. You saw the Meta ETF kind of you know rip in sympathy, and then they've all crashed back together. So I think it's clearly going evolving. Who knows what it's going to look like? It does concern me. Um, and this is my opinion, but I think Mark Zuckerberg is a is, is is emotionless sociopath to some degree. And for that guy to want to lead us into a virtual world coming out of a, a pandemic is baffling. And it's, it sums up 21 to some degree. Um, but it's early. But I think I think you guys are probably will, well aware of the names that are going to be involved to 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 probably the whether it's unity on the tool side of things. Roblox is probably the, the leading metaverse play out there, which are pretty well flagged at this point, but it's going to be a kind of wait and see trend. Um, and I think retail got burned um, in chasing a lot of these names in late October, early November. So there's probably still a lot of, a lot of guys licking their wounds in, in, in the metaverse trade. One area that I haven't heard much from, and it was kind of a lot of comments before the pandemic was 5G. Yeah. Um, and we could maybe bring Qualcomm into play. I know that Qualcomm was also looked as one of the kind of leading chip makers for the yeah. phones and 5G. Where do you see 5G coming into play maybe next year? 
Yeah, I mean, you're still going to see the, the continued investments from from the carriers, and you're going to see rollouts. You know, not just you know across Europe, and and and, and obviously more here in the United States and the U.S. as well, and who have been behind China in terms of spending. So, five G is a trend that's it's only showing signs of acceleration. Um, I think the key conference call transcript that any investors out there really want to invest in 5G, just look at Marvell Tech. They reported not that long ago. Um, they're still my favorite 5G kind of wireless play. Um, and, and I think that there was a big focus point on their conference call, like I said, back in December. And I think for investors to really kind of see where we are in the cycle, um, look at what Mar- Marvell had to say, say and then kind of look, you know, look for names below it. Qualcomm you know, definitely falls into that camp. The only issues that come up with Qualcomm you do have Apple kind of, you know, phasing out their kind of Qualcomm from their modem chip. So that's a headline risk. And they do have a lot of exposure in China. So if the China manufacturers were to shift away from a U.S. kind of supplier, that's another potential headline risk for Qualcomm. So hence, I just kind of stick with with Marvell. They just also have a little bit more exposure to kind of multiple secular trends as well. Thanks for the warning flags also. Yes. <laughs> All right, Joel, you got Dennis, you guys got one? Yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead, Danny. No, just looking. I, I mean, what are so you know we can say? Oh, metaverse was the thing in 2021. People yep. talking about the story stocks. What's going to be the story of 2022? I'm really throwing it at you here. But what do you think yeah. is going to be the driver for the story for 2022? Because obviously we want a position. And we want to know like what your stock picks are for 2022. Yeah, I mean it's going to be. I mean it, we've heard it everywhere from every news outlet on planet Earth. But I, I it did. And I feel like the second half of 21 has been this way, but it really has become a stock picker's market. I know that's a cliche to say, but it's it's never been more true uh, and, and, and kind of kind of reflective of, of the tape today. And I think that's going to be the same way you have to attack attack 20 you know next year. Um, keep it up. Keep make sure you know what where, where the Fed stands in terms of their tightening process. They've been very you got to give Powell credit wherever you stand on him, that he's been very transparent in, in all the moves that they've been making. Uh, very methodical in the process as well. So I think that's the key. And, and, and if the Fed kind of continues this down the path of tightening, um, trying to tame inflation, um, you know, like again, for Main Street, um, tech is going to suffer. Um, and I think it's going to be the higher multiple names that will underperform. And whether it's within in software, kind of in, in the higher, you know, higher multiple, higher valuated kind of smid cap internet space. And I think you want to stay somewhat defensive. Um, so actually a pocket of tech, which is quietly massively outperformed is IT services. Look at Accenture um, yeah. year to date. And they, they blew it out and they pretty much just told us, you know, demand trends have never been this robust ever. Visibility remains at all time highs and they remain just a, a, another key player that's going to continue to benefit from accelerating digital transformation. So whether that's Accenture, uh, a name like Capgemini, uh, Infosys, Indava, uh, Globin, you know, these are more smid cap kind of value names as well. Not crazy expensive. I think you want to you, you want to be nimble and, and also be more overweight to those type of names versus just going all in again on, on some of the, the high flyers. They, oh, they're like, oh, this stock fell 30, 40, 50 percent of its highs. It's got to it's got to revert. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. And I think Kathy would keep an eye on her. I think I think her flagship ETF is going to plunge. And I think the purge is going to be when you know investors get their year-end statements and really scratch their heads and say, how does a long-only ETF underperform her benchmark by 47%? Pretty staggering. Um, I just don't see these pandemic winners that were so revolutionary, say, back in 2020. I don't see these stocks coming back, whether it's DocuSign, Zoom. So that's going to be, to me, when it comes to stock pickers, I don't get sucked into chasing stocks just because you think they're going to revert. Um, yeah, it doesn't feel like you know fundamentals haven't bottomed yet, and we're still kind of you know, going to see signs of deceleration and names like, like I said, Zoom, DocuSign, you know, Peloton's a dumpster fire. Great companies, but they're unfortunately they become the victims of their success. What about all these used Pelotons? So somebody was tweeting at me yesterday from <laughs> Dallas and they just sent me the Facebook marketplace and there was 60 used Pelotons for sale in just the yeah. Dallas area. And, you know, I just did it for fun. And I mean, they're everywhere. These Pelotons are for sale everywhere. They're basically brand new. Um, somebody was saying the warranty is voided if you change yeah. it over. But how do you sell a brand new three thousand dollar bike? We can buy them online, used, which they're basically brand new for a thousand bucks. I can't be good for Peloton. No, and and again, a great company, but they just kind of grew too fast and weren't able to to kind of keep up with the, not just the pace of, of demand. Then you've had a PR nightmare, you know, have come up here and there. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to, they're, they're going to become a meme of the internet probably for the next five years, right? Remember, you know, everyone's got a picture of their Peloton five years from now posted online and whether we want to make a clothes rack, hang your hockey gear on it, just a, you know, an ugly piece of art in the corner. Um, but that's kind of my, the bulk of my conversations with investors is looking for names heading into next year. It hasn't been anything, you know, revolutionary because I don't think those names have really presented themselves quite yet. Um, uh, unfortunately it's kind of dull, but, you know, again, stick with the winners, whether it's digital transformation plays. I still love, I still love alphabet in, in large cap and in, in mega cap land. Um, yeah. and I think Oracle, you know, stocks up 60% ish year to yeah. date yeah. and their last quarter was pretty impressive. Obviously there's many people questioning their M&A path with the Cerner deal. Ooh, yeah. I think yeah. they did strengthen their case for a re-rating and it does kind of remind me of not just Microsoft, but, you know, say alphabet two years ago. And, and, and hence, then this year felt like the real breakout year for Alphabet. So I think Oracle's one to keep an eye on, especially if they can kind of replicate the, their, their earnings performance uh, when they report in February. That's an thing that could just keep on going and, and leave people in the dust. We're on the line in? with Joel Kleena. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say we're just on the same line. What about Intel? Because it's yeah. kind of been the forgotten one. Obviously, maybe it's, you know, if they're, you know, they've went in different directions and the wrong direction compared to AMD and NVIDIA, but yeah. it's a completely forgotten um, one out of all this. It used to be like Intel inside yeah. everybody wanted, and now everybody sees Intel as poison. Yeah. Um, how do they change that brand image? I mean, the stock itself is actually trading still cheap. I own the stock. I believe Joel owns it too yep. in the long-term account because we're like value guys at heart, but you look yeah. at it and it's just been, a, a, it's been a dog. It's, you know, here's, you know, value tech has been performing. And Intel has just been left in the dust, even with, with value yeah. tech performing. So I think, uh, and, and full disclosure, I feel very lucky to have, in, I, I was based in London in, in kind of 2007 for a four-year period when Arm Holdings was really making their media their rise. The launch of the iPhone was in 07, coincidentally as well. So I kind of witnessed firsthand Intel's just getting absolutely tossed around like a rag doll, doll in the mobile chip kind of uh, arena. Arm just completely dominated them when it came to Arm, you know, wireless. Intel threw billions of dollars at initiatives to try to, you know, close that gap, and they just failed. And so, it really, to me, I, I Intel feels like a 15-year failure. They've had multiple CEOs. Obviously, Bob Swan, you know, a couple CEOs back was just a complete just disaster from from many levels. And we'll see what Pat Gelsinger can do. But I mean, I don't see they are years behind. They're 18 months behind AMD in terms of technology leadership. Yes. Uh, what customer in the right mind is going to leave Taiwan Semi to, 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 to kind of take a shot in the dark with Intel in terms of, you know, right. Taiwan Semi is such a monopoly uh, on, in terms of leading edge manufacturing. And, and I just don't see that gap closing anytime soon. Now, if we see that chain, that, that close, then I think that's when the story becomes a lot more interesting. But I think until then, you'll see Intel. Yeah, it's a value play, um, but it's going to underperform its benchmark until you see proof of a proper turnaround versus kind of just these, these hopes and glimmer glimmers of hope that I seem like we've gotten every, you know, four or five months of late. And it's just a value trap in the near term. And, and I'm a little bit biased. Like I said, I love the arm holdings, you know, many, many lifetimes ago. Um, but I just feels like it's been one failure after another and they don't really forget to deserve the tech investors kind of uh, uh, confidence. Uh, Joel, you also covered uh, the media and telecom. I know we've talked yep. a lot about chips and everything. I mean, combing the ditches there. Do you have, you know, uh, uh, any any picks or any ideas here? AT&T just has had an awful <laughs> year. Uh, Comcast has yeah. come down. Is it just too much cheap competition? Do you see yeah. you see any hope in the media and the telecom space? I mean, un unfortunately, the God, a group is. I mean, that's I guess why why tech has continued to kind of outperform, right? With within the TMT uh, sector, there's just really the the legacy carriers are kind of just dead money. Um, they're continuing. They they they're forced to invest heavily in, in rolling out their networks, and we know there's competition. You know, for 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 consumers, you know, via promotions for new new devices. In terms of old media, so I think of like Discovery, Viacom, Comcast, Charter. They all warned in September again. They've, I mean, they're just under attack from a secular trend, which is is is, is a shift away from linear TV to digital, and a shift to streaming is really just showing no signs of of kind of stabilizing. So until you see signs of stabilizing, I just don't know how you can, with a straight face, say, you know what, Charter's a buy here, Comcast. They all warned again. Um, I think it was a UBS conference in earlier in December. They're still seeing an acceleration of, of subscribers leaving. Um, and that's the biggest issue. 
Um, and, and in terms of streaming, you know, you know, Comcast has lost a launch Peacock. You have Paramount Plus out there. Discovery's launched their streaming services. It's really becoming saturated at the bottom. You have kind of uh, Netflix is, is still king of the hill by a mile. Disney, they were closing that gap, and they 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 took a stumble in Q4 a little with, with their streaming kind of ads, kind of uh, very lackluster. And then it's just a, a it's a it's a disaster at the bottom for the most part. Um, so you still think competition is going to be very fierce. Which is going to eat eat on margins. Content spend is going to you know need to remain elevate elevated. So I'm very cautious on the old media. I think if you want to look at them, I think eventually a name like Viacom, you know Sherry Redstone, they're going to have to look at some sort of consolidation, and that's going to be the catalyst that may be worth having a little bit of money in, in a name like that for a potential M and A play, and and call it nothing nothing else. Because but but the way things are currently going in terms of fundamentals. Things are just kind of headed headed in the wrong direction for a lot of those stocks, but um, that's kind of my gut. I know pretty gloomy there, but that's been it's, it's again that's been a, being gloomy on the old media names has worked for five ten years. All right, I got the last one here. I want to wrap up with. I want to talk a little bit about lidar and what do you think about the technology going into next year? Is next year kind of more where we start seeing that adoption rate for these lidar companies, or do you feel that they're still like a year or two out? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm definitely not the expert in lidar, so I don't want to kind of I don't want to I don't want to put anyone any names kind of going okay. out of my my about uh, Roku my league, we'll but uh, I, I, it, it feels like we're it's a little bit out. You know, actually, we entered this year lidar was a lot of hype. We got we saw a ton of investor attention uh, attention guys were doing a lot of work on it, and I think a problem is a lot of the lidar names were tied to a spac, so people now have lost a lot of money <laughs> chasing some of these names and have just kind of given up altogether. I think that could change though as the calendar turns. And you start to kind of guys sharpen their pencils a little bit, do the work on LIDAR. I'm not your expert on it, um, but it's it's definitely not going away. So I think it's a good theme that you guys should definitely, you know, you know definitely do some more work on. Um, but I think- Who's no ringing wants- the register over there? Uh, it's probably an, an error on my system or something. I don't know. <laughs> 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 we hear, we hear money that money show ringing. Today. <laughs> yeah. the money we got it all going on. on. All right, guys. Thank you. Here we had Joe Kaluna, head of technology and media trading from Wedbush Securities. Appreciate you always joining us, Joe. Thank you for your expertise. No, guys, have a great New Year's, all right? And the money, money, money. Yeah, At least that sounds yeah. like you're good. The OJs. It's the OJs, by the way. Hey. For, for the uh, yeah, Happy New Year's, by the way. Thanks, Joel. <laughs> all right, guys. Take care. Thanks. All right, guys, let's go ahead. Let's get a little bit of ticker time going sure. here. We got about eight minutes left. I wanted to do a little ticker time today. Um, you guys drop some tickers in the chat. Let us know what you guys want to talk about. Uh, anything on you guys' radar today going into the bell? Uh, well, someone just asked about Roku. Okay. So let's take, a look, take a look at Roku. And I think it's we, the Jan- we- it could have the January yeah. pop. Again, I'm not going to get married. If I go on any of these trades, it's going to be for trades, not for long term. We'll see. That the way I'm approaching it, and you know, and, and somebody because you've you've spooked me a little bit, Joel, with you know seeing that early January first or January second washout from last year that they had in the first hour. I think you got it. The way I'm going to approach all of these names is if you start to see some money going in there in that first day or two, and all of a sudden you start to see a few, then I'm going to start picking up the laggards on the list. And that's kind of how I've always approached all of my trading. So I approach my swing trading the same way. Like I'm like. Give the mar- let the market give me the tell, and then I'm going to go and pick up what hasn't moved yet. I mean, that's the way you know. I when I ha- I had a really good trade, you know, back in the summertime. I talked about with those short squeeze names when Bed Bath and Beyond ripped, and then I went and bought like 25 other of those names. Yeah, and I'm in on Workhorse. You know, it was one of them that I just picked up just for a quick trade, and I made like 25 percent in or 20 percent in a matter of a day. So those were good. I don't think you're going to see uh, those kind of moves there. But if you start to see money start to fly in the higher growth names and, you know, in the first 20 minutes, you're like, okay, you're starting to see it. Then, you know, you start just picking up all those names on your list. And I got like 100 on that list now. So, but you can just look Kathy Wood ARKK if you want to know what's on the list. I mean, we went through it yesterday. I've added a few more to the list. I added DM. I added like KC. I added SE. I mean, all the junk. And again, this is all just, you know, looking if, show me, show me your tell market. Show me that, you know, you're seeing some money come into these names maybe Oof. next week. Then I'll start grabbing the other ones. Roku falls right into that category. I like desktop metals. 
I know you guys probably don't, but I'll tell you long term, I like that one. You like is, CM long term? I I gotta tell you, I, the, over all this stuff's way oversold. Th- these are all former spacs, aren't they? Aren't all these a lot of these it's former spacs? Well, I mean, Roku wasn't one. I mean, some of them, some of them are because I mean, just think about it. What were specs? High growth stocks. Yeah. Right? It's all just thrown in. It's not the fault that there's facts. It's the fault that they were high growth, not making money. Yeah. That's where and and investors got. Remember what I said a lot on SPACs attack. SPACs attack. I said that SPACs need to be put in different baskets. There was pre-revenue SPACs. There were SPACs that were actually making money. And then there were SPACs in between that are like kind of a little bit of growth, a little bit of outlook, like let's say a red box. We know that's a business, right? It exists, but at the same time, it's not a sexy name, right? So a lot of the sexy name ones are the ones that are suffering. Let's just be honest. Um, a lot of the higher flyer type ones that kind of suffered. Even right. a, a name that had a really good look like Ion Q, which is um, quantum computing. Um, What's the on that one? I, I on Q, literally. Oh, I O N Q. Yeah, I O N Q. And that was one that was a favorite just because of the idea of the technology, right? It, it started shooting on up. Now it's holding a little bit of sideways here. We'll see what happens on I on Q. But there's some there's some that are still out here, guys. I mean, you you can't put them all in one name. That's what I that's what I would definitely say. There's gonna be some winners, there's gonna be some losers. Next year is gonna be a big part of that. I like DKNG for next week too, uh, Eduardo saying I've had that on the list yep. and Draft just for Kings. early next year. Again, these aren't, don't, I'm not sticking these in my long term account because the valuations are just still too nosebleed. And I do believe what Joel Kalina was saying that, you know, value, the value trade is sticky right now. So even if we see a pop, like I'm looking, you know, quick in, quick out trade, you know, swing trade type trades on these, not just sticking long term accounts saying, well, DraftKings do cheap eventually going back to 60 bucks. I think it's I think it's dreaming at this point in time that the thing's gonna be back at sixty dollars anytime soon. I think a good move on DraftKings would be twenty six to thirty one. So, you know, that's what I'm you know looking, you know, and, and I'm not saying buy it today. Again, I don't wanna be early. There could be more of that tax loss selling today. You know, the tax loss selling has actually hammered these stocks. I think once that's done next week, I think you see a little relief pop in some of these names. I've said it every show, so you know what I'm thinking. Well, um, here's a growth name. I wonder if you're liking the name, Dennis. Also mentioned, I'm pulling it from the chat here, Douglas Asana, A-S-A-N. Yeah, the stock, uh, actually, this one's held up better. I mean, you can say 140 to 72, it's held up better. But, I mean, it started the year down at like 25 bucks. So yeah. this is Jason Rasnick picking. He was all over this one. I mean, that was a huge move. And he got a, it's showing you, you got to, when, when, when the circus is in town, you know, sell your peanuts while the circus is in town. I mean, this thing went from 25 to 140. What do you want? That's years of growth. It gave you one year. For 2021, sell your peanuts. Well, the yeah, yeah. well that was down. the thing for 2021. Yeah, sell your peanuts while the That sums up the whole year. If you weren't there selling you your go. peanuts back in February or March, you were for left holding the bag. A lot of these stocks, yeah. You were left holding the bag. And that's what's happened here. Asana, I mean, is, could this get a run to 80? But again, now you've got a broken stock. It's overhead supply. I don't know where the valuation is on this. I didn't look at it, but I'm assuming it's not cheap. And it's the kind of stock that's just completely out of favor right now. So that means it can have a little relief pop early January. But I think it's going to be nothing more than a relief pop. I don't think you're going to see these stocks start new bull runs and Asana's going to 250 or $300. Unless inflation just runs rampant and we're all you know back and you know tech starts getting hot again. I mean, things change. Themes can change. We can change our opinions as well. But right now, all these stocks are just out of favor. Uh, with the Asana, I mean, you know, if you think you missed the low there at 60 bucks, you got a little run up to 83 coming back in the area of a couple lows. So I can see if it, you know, holds this area next day or two. I don't think, you know, you don't want to risk down uh, 10 bucks on this unless you're looking for 20 or 30. But it uh, looks like if it can get a couple days of consolidation here, well, we got two days, right, for the end of the year and then the turn uh, and then the new year on Monday. But man, that's a 50, that, that's a two for one stock split since uh, November, tw- November 19th. I mean, man, these stocks have gotten beat up. Need at least consolidate first, right, Dennis? I mean, before they. You know, before they just shoot up, get you know, hold a low. Well, it, we give you yeah, something to lean on. 
it again i'm i've got all these things grouped together we're calling it the beaten down dogs of 2021 at least at the end of 2021 that were victims of massive tax loss selling here at the end of the year i've got like the biggest pairs name list that none of these companies are even related but i've got them all in the same thing you know like bed bath and beyond and DraftKings. nothing to do with each other but both beaten down beat up by tax so they have that common connection by the tax loss selling so they're going to tend to move together here at least right now until that's gone do they get a relief pop afterwards they might they may not too if they don't give you a talent you don't see any life there's no sense being a hero and trying to buy the actual bottom show me a little life show me a one two percenter move on these things on jan and and, and and next week and start showing some life in some of these names and then maybe they all start picking up steam at least for a week or two but again the overhead supply issue is going to come in so I don't think, you know, CGC is going back to 20 or $30 next year. I think CGC from 8 to 10 would be a good trade. So, you know, I'd probably be, you know, if you pick up a quick 10, 15% on some of these names. And I'm, again, not saying buy CGC today. It might be not be, you know, done until, and it may not be done at all. Maybe the selling is just going to continue. But I can tell you right now, there's a lot of tax loss selling that's really pushing these stocks maybe farther down than they should be in the short term. All right, I'm going to hop. Uh, missed quite a few symbols here, so I'm going to hop over to Pre-Market Prep Plus and cover those. And, uh, Mitch, I'll check in with you later on. Everyone, have a good day. Yep, like always, guys, we'll definitely keep on watch. One of the areas that was mentioned in the chat, I'll definitely keep on watch, is uh, CLF, Basic Materials, Steel. I definitely say keep that on watch. It's not. A bad I like that chart. stuff still. I, I don't yeah. have – I sold my CLF. Um, I still have my new core. Um I still think going forward, I, th I think there's, a, I think that's physical stuff. I think that stuff does work in 2021. Nope. I think if you get a dip on some of those names, like so, so we've been focused so much on some of the beaten down growth Momo storied stocks. Well, if you see a reversal of those trades, you might actually see a dip in some of those, and those might be stuff I, I actually might add to the longer term portfolio. So yeah. if you look it, at it, I mean, Cliff has pretty much been going back since uh, October, the end of October. So that's it's why I'm looking at that. It got overbought. Exactly. I mean, it went from $5 to $25. It's been a pretty good move. But, you know, and it is cyclical. So you can't just say, oh, I'll just extrapolate the, the PE over. I know there's a couple of steel stocks in Canada, you know, they're trading with PEs of like three on the trailing basis. Well, it's cyclical. You know, we're not yep. going to see, you know, maybe these earnings going forward forever like this. But with that being said, I don't think the, I don't think it's over here yet for these names. I think you're still going to have demand. I think, you know, we're still seeing, you know, well, infrastructure, but whatever. But I still think there's a lot of stuff going on. So yeah. I, I, I think you're selling these stocks if you think we're going to turn around and go and dive into a recession. I, I'm not sure that a Fed raising a quarter of a point here and a quarter of a point there is going to push us into a recession. If it does, that's a game changer for everything. But I don't know if I see that. Some people are predicting that. I don't know if I see that though. No, I see heavy inflation still into next year. So I'm going to keep so. watching so on these assets. Yeah. So you want to own physical stuff. Cleveland mm -hmm. Plus is physical stuff. Things so they could appreciate, right? Appreciate in value. That's we'll it. see what happens. Yeah, you're trying to hold your purchasing power to a certain extent. If we're running six, seven, eight percent, you're sitting in cash, you're losing seven, eight percent. You're losing, you know, three quarters of a percent a month, you know, sitting in cash to inflation. That's scary, man. Right. So Definitely. That's why the Tina trade is still there. There, that stands for there is no alternative, and I mean it's still there. You want to go sit in a, like the people are saying, oh, the bonds own the bonds. But I mean, go put your money in TLT and pick up one and a half percent. You think TLT is going to two hundred? Yeah. I, I don't think so. I, I think shorting the bonds is the better trade there. I think TLT eventually breaks down. So I mean, I've been saying that for a while. The reason it hasn't is because money is just a little bit risk off here. In the last month and a half so it's been going into that stuff because you know one and a half percent is better than zero in your checking account but i don't know like the tlt you look and could the t could, could you have a scenario where you know the 20 of the tlt could fall to like 110 bucks again i think so i think you could what does that you know mean like and that's you know the rising interest rate environment would dictate that to a certain extent because then that drives a yield up which makes it more comparable to what you know you're going to see so I, I think owning bonds here is a big mistake. Well, thank you, Dennis. Like always, I hope you have a great day and we'll see you bright and early tomorrow. Do it again. All right. There you guys have it. That's going to do it for us on pre-market prep. Like always, guys, smash thumbs up. Up next, you guys got live trading with Benzigo. We're going to go towards 11 today. 
We have a trader joining us at around 1045. I'm pretty sure I'll have Zunaid there, but you guys give me the thumbs up. I'll see you guys over on live trading. Let's do some trading. I heard some talk, Nicola in the chat, BFRI. These are all the stocks that we talk about on live trading. So come and join us. I'll see you guys there. And like always, till next time on Pre-Market Prep. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.